to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. an attitude of gratitude, essential meaning of attitude. You all ready for this? The way you think and feel about someone or something, a feeling or way of thinking that affects a person's behavior, your attitude, right? Your attitude. Let's let our attitude, our way of thinking be filtered through gratitude, be filtered through gratitude. Thank God for this day. Thank you, Father, for this bed. Thank you, Father, for this food. Thank you, Father, for my family. Thank you, Father, for this job. I can't stand my job. I hate my job. You better be giving thanks to God that you got a place to work, right? Something to pay the bills, right, on your way. Maybe if you had a better attitude and you brought a, you brought a better attitude to the job, you might get a promotion, all right? Attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude, right? As we renew our mind to the word of God, come on, to the will of God, to the thoughts of God will transform the way we think. We got to renew our mind to the word of God, to the will of God, to the thoughts of God. And in that renewal, that transformation transforms the way we think, right? And letting our everyday life, everyday life have an attitude of gratitude. When you wake up in the morning, Sometimes it's like, I got an attitude. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You better jump back in that bed and get out the other side then. Because if that's the wrong side, then you better get out the right side. You know, you choose it. You choose it. And sometimes you just wake up like, take a minute. Get your thoughts together and choose a good day. Choose a good attitude. You know, when they're toddlers and you're like, choose a good attitude. Choose a good attitude. Sometimes we just need to say that to ourselves. Choose a good attitude. Put us, put that, make, turn that frown upside down. <laughs> you know, we got to talk to ourselves like a toddler because we act like a toddler sometimes, right? Transform, transform. No matter what happens in this life, we choose to be grateful. We choose to be thankful. No matter what happens, come on. This is a choice that you have to make before bad happens. You have to make this choice for your everyday life so then when the storm does come, when the bad does come, when the tragedy does come, we remind ourselves, no matter what happens in this life, I choose to be thankful. I choose to be grateful. Come on. I choose to be hopeful. I choose to be faithful. No matter what happens in this situation, I choose. You choose. You choose. Right? Rise up, love life. Let's go. Let's go. Understand the power of perception, right? You don't see life as it is. You see life as you are. So challenge your thoughts. Challenge your attitudes. Challenge your influences. Come on. Rise up. Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5.16, Rejoice always and delight in your faith. Be unsisting and persistent in prayer. In Every situation, no matter what the circumstance, be thankful and continually give thanks to God. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will. What's God's will for my life? What's God's will for my life? We all want to know what's God's will. We romanticize God's will. You hallmark God's will. What is God's will? Have an attitude of gratitude. Give thanks. Be thankful. Pray all the time. This is God's word translation. Always be joyful. 
never stop praying. Never stop praying. Whatever happens, give thanks because it's God's will in Christ Jesus for you to do this. How many of us stop praying? You know, if you're like, oh, it's been a few days. It's been a month. It's been a year. You're like, when's the last time you said something to God? <laughs> Besides, oh my gosh. <laughs> the message version. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. No matter what happens. Like seriously, you're putting on mascara. I sneeze and mascara is everywhere. And in that moment, I could choose to cry and be like, ah, are you kidding me? Like, or you could choose to like get it together. This happens all the time. Is it just me? Or like all the time, I could just be set off. Like, and you're just like, really? Calm down. Calm down, girl. It's not that big of a deal. It's what you make of it. So like get, your, get, get it together and put, redo your makeup and you'll be fine. Or you can take an hour crying, hooping and hollering, yelling at everybody because somehow it's everybody's fault that some dust got in your nose and you sneezed. And now you're late and now your eyes all puffy because you don't cry about the mess. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, and then you're like, oh, I don't want to go to church. Imagine that's what happened. I don't want to come. Nobody's here. Oh, her mascara got messed up. What? No, you better get your life together, right? Get a little Q-tip, get, you know, like make it happen. But that's, that's really what happens in life. We're just choosing to make, oh, no. Choose to just turn it around. Turn it around. Turn that frown upside down, right? Be cheerful no matter what. The Passion Translation. Let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. Your life is a prayer. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God that I have the victory. Thank you, Father. Everything is given thanks to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, right? In the midst of everything, be always given thanks for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. And then here's the New King James Version. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You know what? No matter what, choose joy. Look at your neighbor and say, no matter what. Come on. No matter what. No matter what. Pray without ceasing. Make your life a living prayer. Pray all of the time. Never stop praying. No matter what. You got you to have this solid now before the craziness happens, before, you know, pandemic, whatever it is, pandemic happens in your life, in your relationships, in your family, in your health, no matter what, I'm going to give thanks. No matter what, I will never stop praying. No matter what, come on, my life will be a living prayer. No matter what, give thanks to God. Be thankful and choose gratitude, right? These are principles. These are standards. These are values that we should live by. In our house, we choose an attitude of gratitude. So when you're over here with an unthankful, doubtful, fearful heart, oh no, no, not in this house. Not in this house. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. So you better go to your room, check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? Get your attitude together, whatever it has to do. You got to tell your kids, you got to tell yourself, you got to go to the bathroom. Tell yourself, look at yourself in the mirror. It really does work. 
Guys, I've done this. Like, I do this because I can have an attitude about anything. Just change your attitude. Change your focus. This is the standard of my life. I'm going to give God thanks in every situation, right? Standards we should live by. We seek out God's way of doing things in our everyday life no matter what. No matter what. What's God's way of doing things in this situation? In this situation. In the highs and the lows and the good and the bad, right? Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things and being right, the attitude and character of God. Come on. And all these things will be given to you also. Don't seek things. Don't let your whole life be wasted seeking things, right? Seek God and his new way of doing things, and all those things will seek you, right? Seek his word. Seek his will. Seek his way of doing things. Seek his kingdom first. That's what we do. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. We want to lean on our own understanding. That's why we don't pray. That's why we don't ask God. That's why we don't seek his will because we think we know better. We're living in a generation that's like, I know, I know. We know it all. Why? Because I YouTubed it. I TikToked it. I went viral for it. Doesn't mean you know nothing. Come on, right? I know, I know. If you knew, then you'd be doing it. Don't be a know-it-all. Always for the rest of your life, be a learner. Always for the rest of your life, be a student. Be a student of the word. Come on. Be a student. Be a disciple of the word of God, of Jesus, a follower of Jesus. Trust in the Lord. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. We want to know what's the next step. Where do I go? What should I do? In all of your ways, come on. In all of your ways, come to know the Father. In all of your ways, come to know his character, his way of doing things, right? In all of your ways, come to know his way of doing things. Come to know by personal experience his attitude, his character, and his will. Then he'll direct your path. He'll direct your path. Is this what you're supposed to do? Am I supposed to go to school? Am I supposed to study here? Am I supposed to get this job? Am I supposed to marry that girl? Marry that girl. Seek God's first. Seek his will. Seek his way of doing things, right? Then he'll direct your steps. We just read, right? We just read that it's the will of God. What is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus? No matter what, choose joy. It's his will for us, right? It's his will for us to live with gratitude no matter what. Pray without ceasing. You're always continually inviting God, inviting his word. Come on, inviting his word into your life, into your situation, into your day, into your thoughts. Meditate on these things day and night. Then you'll find great success, right? Be strong and very courageous. Meditate on the word day and night. Day and night. That means that the word is in your thoughts and in your pattern of life. It's the standard. It's the principle. It's your values. When you're getting into a relationship, you need to understand their values for life. You're like, um, I don't know. 
I, you, I mean, you guys didn't talk about that? Do they believe in Jesus? Yeah. Do they go to church? Yeah, they go to church. Where do they go to church? They didn't know the name. You go to church, but you don't know the name of your church? Does that mean you must not be making no tithe checks if you don't know the name of your church? There must not be some di- direct deposit of your tithe because you don't even know the name? Warning, warning. <laughs> But if you don't know the value, you don't know the standards of your life, come on, I'm just saying, you need to know these things. This is the values, this is the standard, the principles that I live by, that I'm going to have an attitude of gratitude, that I give thanks to God no matter what happens, no matter the circumstance. I never stop praying. I never stop acknowledging God in all my ways, acknowledging God in his will, in his character, in his word, right, in his thoughts, so that they become mine. And that we have that relationship with the Father. We have that relationship with the Word. We have that relationship with Jesus. We have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. It comes alive. That song says, you keep hope alive. Come on. You keep hope alive from beginning. You. You know who keeps hope alive? You do. Look at your neighbor say, you. That's right. You keep hope alive. You know how you keep hope alive? You remind yourself what the word says. You remind yourself above the circumstance, above the situation, come on, above your lack, above your debt, above your sickness, above your failures. You remind yourself of the word, and that's what keeps hope alive. It keeps hope alive. It keeps hope alive. You keep your eyes set on Jesus. He is the anchor of your soul. And that keeps hope alive. It keeps hope alive because you remind yourself. You have a relationship with the word of God. And it develops in you an attitude of gratitude no matter what comes my way. Come on. Even when the fight calls, even when the war rages, we're going to seek First, the kingdom of God. We set our eyes on Jesus. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory. No matter what, pray without ceasing. Make your life a living prayer. Pray all of the time. Never stop praying. No matter what, give thanks to God and be thankful and choose gratitude. It doesn't matter what happens to you. It doesn't matter you got the whackedest parents in the world. You've been abandoned. You've been rejected. All kinds of things have happened to you. But you write your story. It doesn't matter. You do not have to repeat history. You can write your history. But let me tell you, if you do not get new information from the word of God, you will repeat your history. You will become exactly like your parents. Everything you said you will not do. You will not become. You will never be them. You will be exactly them to the T unless you renew your mind to the word of God. Unless you choose a new life, a new way of doing things. You you have the power to choose. You have the power to choose your future. And it's, it's these everyday life choices. We choose, people get into crazy situations just making one wrong relationship. I look at my life and I give thanks to God. I give thanks to God all the time because if I, if I chose yes to this wrong relationship, my life would have been this way. If I said yes to this other relationship that came knocking on my door, my life could have been this way. But thanks be to God. I said no, no, no. My name is no, my number is no, my answer is no. But that was my life and my path. Doesn't mean it's yours. You have to choose. I chose that I did not want to repeat history. I didn't want to repeat the same history as my family. I didn't want to repeat the the same. I didn't want to repeat history. I wanted to write history. I wanted to make history. 
How am I going to do that? Planted in the house of God, pouring the word of God into generations and generations, giving my life to the Lord and watching my life transform in every area, watching that flourish, have maximum development, right? Maximum development. We all get to choose this. There's nothing special about me. I just said yes to Jesus. I just said yes to his will. I said yes to his plan. I said yes to his word over mine. Yes Yes, yes. You know how I said that? Can you serve in the nursery? Yes. Can you serve in the choir? Yes. Can you serve in the bus ministry? Yes. Can you clean the toilets? Yes. Can you pull the weeds? Yes. My name was yes to the Lord. (laughs) My name was definitely yes there. Everything else, it was no, right? No matter what, in everything, give thanks. Give thanks. Paul said in Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing. Y'all ready? Come on. What are we going to say to anxiety? No, you got to go. Be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything. When anxiety comes, what do we do? We pray about everything. Be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. How many of y'all ready for thanksgiving? Y'all ready for the turkey, mashed potatoes? Come on. The green bean casserole. Yes. And the rolls. I cannot wait for all of it. So because it's been gluten-free and all this kind of stuff. Bring it on. Bring it on. Because with Thanksgiving equals gluten. And gluten is good. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Even when the boys rage. Come on. I take heart. I know you are greater. Greater than gluten, Lord. Greater than gluten. (laughs) If you know, then you know, but whatever. Be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. How many of y'all searching for peace? This world can't offer you peace. No medication can offer you peace. Come on, no Xanax or whatever it is they can offer cannot offer you this kind of peace. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. Come on, your thoughts through Christ Jesus. Finally, my brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there are any virtue, if there are anything praiseworthy, Meditate on these things. Meditate on these things. What are we going to meditate? On those things. If it's true, if it's pure, if it's lovely, if it's of good report. Be anxious for nothing. When anxiety is knocking on your door, remind your, close the door. Don't open it. Say, I'm anxious for nothing, but I pray about everything with thanksgiving, right? And it's not about how long you pray. Like, oh, yes, I prayed for 10 hours. Good for you. Yeah. It's not about how long you pray. It's about how much belief you have in your prayer. Come on. It's about how much belief you have. Right? It's not about how much faith. We all got the measure of faith. We over here think, Pastor Dan, he's got that big, that dumpster truck. Ooh, he's got a measure of faith. And I got a teaspoon. No. We all have the same measure of faith. It's how much belief you have in your prayer. Do you believe that God heard you? Come on, do you believe that it's God's will to answer you? Do you believe? Do you believe that you received what you prayed for? Ask yourself these questions. Don't question God, question you. Question you. Do I believe? Come on. 
Work on your belief. Get it together, right? Do you believe you received? Following your belief should be thanksgiving, right? You should have, thank, thank you, Father, it's on its way. Thank you, Father, I trust in you. Thank you, Father, I come to know you in all my ways. Come on. Thank you, Father. Following it should be giving thanks. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. No matter what happens in this life, I choose joy. Come on, no matter what happens in this life, I'm going to pray without ceasing. I'm going to make my life a living prayer. I'm going to pray all of the time. I'll never stop praying. Never stop talking to God. Never stop seeking God, his plan and his will and his purpose. No matter what happens in this life, in everything, not for everything, but in everything, give thanks. Give thanks. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, be immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord. What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to be steadfast. We're supposed, we're not, we don't quit. We don't give up. My, my prayer didn't get answered. Don't quit. Be steadfast. Be immovable. Be busy about the house of God. Be busy about the kingdom of God. It says, get, your, get it together. Work for the Lord. Always doing your best and doing more than is needed. Being continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion in the Lord, is not in vain. And it's never wasted. It's never without purpose. It's never without purpose. I wouldn't trade it for the world, right? Give thanks to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that I'm more than a conqueror. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God in the situation, in the storm. Even when you think you're drowning, start walking on water. Give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. Thank you, Father, I'm more than a conqueror. Come on. Thank you, Father, that you are my healer. Thank you, Father, that you are strengthening me. You are empowering me. You are making me whole. Thank you, Father. Come on, you are my provider. Thank you, Father. You are my provider. You are my more than enough. You are my peace. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you for giving me a seed to sow. Thank you for giving me the victory in Jesus Christ. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for wisdom to pay off every single debt. Thank you, Father, that I owe no man nothing but to love him. Come on. Thank you, Lord, for that wisdom, that direction, that discernment, that understanding. We're going to put it into action, right? Now believe that you received what you prayed for and give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four. For this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, in accordance with God's will, believe. Remember, it's not about the amount of time. It's not about your faith, the amount of faith. It's about your belief. Do you believe what you're praying for? Come on. Believe with confidence, trust that you have received them and they will be given to you. Believe that you receive when you pray. And give thanks to God. Be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything with thanksgiving. 
with Thanksgiving. We get so excited for Thanksgiving. We're preparing for Thanksgiving. Everybody comes together to the Thanksgiving table. Let's have that attitude of gratitude towards God every single day. Preparing for Thanksgiving for what God's done, what he's about to do, what he's going to do, what he's already done. Come on, give thanks to God. Remember the fragments. Remember where he's brought you from. Remember what he's brought you through. Come on, give thanks to God. Give thanks to God. Develop an attitude of gratitude. Jesus said, who said? Jesus said in Matthew 15, 32. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and he said, I feel compassion for the crowd because they have been with me now three days and have nothing left to eat. Imagine this mob is out there following Jesus for days, listening to the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. They were hearing, and he, Jesus is over there healing them all, right? So they've been with him for three days. They have nothing left to eat, and I don't want to send them away hungry because they may faint from exhaustion on the way. Jesus cares. He cares about the little things. He cares that you got a snack to eat. He cares. He doesn't want you fainting on the way home. He wants you, never mind. I was going to say he wants you to have more than enough money to stop and get tacos on the way home so you don't faint. <laughs> That's what came through my mind and just slid out of my face, right? Then his disciples said to him, where are we going to get enough bread in this isolated place, in this isolated place to feed such a large crowd? And Jesus said, Everybody get on your knees and let's pray for God to make a way. Lord, make a way. He said, everybody get on your knees, start crying, hooping and hollering, start begging. Say, God, we have such a great need. We've got a need. We've got a need, Lord. We've got a need. Is that what Jesus said? No. This has been the perfect time, right, for him to teach us how to beg, for him to teach us how to beg God. Start crying. He should have showed his disciples, start crying. I don't see no tears. I don't see no tears. He ain't going to move. He ain't going to do nothing. It's not what Jesus said. No, this is not the example, right? God, don't you care? Don't you care that we're starving, that we've been out here for three days? Jesus is our example. And this would have been the perfect time, come on, for him to teach us how to beg God, how to beg God and move the heart of God. No. If it's your will, Father, feed these people. But if you don't care about them, he already said, I have compassion on the people. If it's your will. If it's your will, heal me. He already healed you 2,000 years ago at the cross. Come on. We better get an agreement. And what does Jesus say? Jesus said, what did he say? Oh, 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 ah. You know what? Religion, I don't know why I do that. Religion teaches us how to beg. Religion teaches us how to beg and how to beg well. Religion teaches, that's what, that's what religion teaches us, but we ain't about religion. We about relationship. You know what? Begging isn't natural. You do not see kids begging because their stomach is starving. Mom, mom, please, may, may I please have a piece of bread? You know what your kids will be asking you, though, for? Some snacks. They, the, they know the meal is provided, but it's them snacks. I'm an auntie. So auntie's, it's like the food is there. Auntie, can I have a snack? I'm like, I just fed you. 
No, but, but Auntie, can I have a snack? Do you have snacks? What? I'm like, what do you want? Do you have chips? Do you have popcorn? Do you have candy? No. <laughs> I just fed you food. <laughs> so anyways, but Jesus ain't over here talking about snacks, okay? He's talking about feeding them. Children don't beg, right? Believers, let me tell you, believers are not beggars because we believe. Come on. We are seed sowers. That's who we are. We're seed-minded. We are kingdom-minded. Jesus asked them, how many loaves of bread do you have? He's like, what do you got? What do you got? They replied, seven and a few small fish, right? Jesus shows us so clearly. You sow a seed, you give thanks, and expect a miracle. Expect a miracle. In Matthew 15, 35, he Jesus directed the crowd to sit down on the ground. He took, what? How dare Jesus take? You know, that's how religion makes you see seed. No, you better get that seed in the ground and expect a miracle. What did Jesus do? He took. It says, and he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks. He gave thanks to the Father. He gave thanks for the, to his provider. Come on, his more than enough. He gave thanks. He broke them and started giving them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they gathered up seven full baskets of the broken pieces that were left over. Among those who ate were four thousand men, not counting women and children. So that could have been anywhere from 16 to 30,000 because every man has a woman and a man and a woman got a couple children. (laughs) Just saying, right? That's a huge crowd. That's a huge crowd. We won't even look for a seed if we're not thankful. We won't even look for a seed We will not look for a seed. We can't even see what we already have in our hand when we are ungrateful, come on, unthankful, doubtful, and fearful. Thankless people only see the problem. Thankless people, they only see the negative. They only see the need. They only see the need because all they can see is what they don't have. They can't see what they have in their hand. All they see is what we don't have and what we need, right? What's in your hand today to sow a seed? What's in your hand today, come on, to meet the need of somebody else? Stop meditating on what I need, I need, I need, and locate a seed. Locate a seed. What is it? Come on, what do you have in your hand today? What do you have in your hand today? Sow a seed, give thanks, and expect a miracle, right? Paul said in 2 Corinthians 9, 10 through 11, now God who provides seed to the sower. What does he provide? He provides seed to the sower, not the eater, not the hogger, not the wanter, not the needer, the sower. He provides seed to the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing. That is your resource. Come on and increase the harvest of your righteousness, which shows itself in active goodness, 
kindness, and love. You will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous. And this generosity administrated through us is producing thanksgiving to God from those who benefit. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Because your generosity begets generosity. Come on. Give and it will be given unto you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. No matter what, choose joy. No matter what, pray without ceasing. Never stop praying. Pray all the time. Acknowledge God. Come to know his way of doing things. Come to know him. Come to know the the heart and the character of God. Come to know the will and the word and the thoughts of God. Come to know through personal experience, through the word of God. No matter what happens, give thanks to God. This is a value. This is a principle. This is a standard which we live by. It's the will of God for all of us to give thanks to God. Give thanks to God, right? Be thankful and choose gratitude. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, right? Giving thanks is coming into agreement with God's will for you. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God because we have the victory in Christ Jesus. We already have the victory. We already have the victory. And if you are in here tonight and you're wanting victory, it starts with choosing Jesus. It starts with choosing Jesus as the Lord of your life. It starts with choosing Jesus, acknowledging him. Come on, acknowledge Jesus, choose him. He'll direct your steps. It starts with inviting him, inviting him into your life, inviting him to be your savior. And if you're in here tonight and you have not received Jesus, I'd like to say a prayer with you. If you're online and you have not receive Jesus. Let's pray together. Let's call on the name of Jesus. You believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth. It's not a special prayer. It's not special words. It's the belief. It's the belief in your heart. All right, let's pray together. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I ask you to save me, set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. I choose all that you have for me. Thank you for showing me your will in your word, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God by calling on the name of Jesus. Calling on the name of Jesus is the first step. If you're in here and you receive Jesus, we'd love to honor you. We have something for you. If you could please raise your hand. If you're online, please click that I receive Jesus button. Get us your address, and we'd love to send you that same resource. I'm so glad you guys came tonight. Did you guys receive something? Amen, amen, amen. What are we going to do? We're going to have an attitude of gratitude, giving God thanks in everything, no matter what. Amen. Have a great night. Love you guys. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.